No need to whine and slimy balloons up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza Podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello everyone, happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. No need to whine, it's Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green family. Tanner's leaving, Tanner's done. We thought Tanner was going to join us for this, but I guess he's leaving. Um, I see that we're a little late. Oopsies. Time gets away from me. Are you coming to join me? I, I am. I'm coming. Okay. He's thinking about it. How's everyone doing? Happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Can we get us both on here? Yes. I'll have to be close to you. All right. Um, I haven't really seen you today. You have not. You've been a busy lady. I feel like it's been an extra busy week. It has been. I I think next week is busy too. Well, you you had more nighttime activities. Yeah, PTA and Girl Scouts and Kristen's here. Uh, family, uh, a friend issue. Um, Kristen, I was focusing on going over my notes that I will text you back after this. <laughs> okay. I got to see my friends today yes you did and i was telling my friends that i love when i can take a time out from my to-do list and have breakfast with them and i went to a book sale with Kristen and bought myself a ton of books speaking of books um speaking of books i the whiny palooza book club is doing self-compassion and I'm sorry it's taking me so long. I keep getting distracted by Colleen Hoover books. So forgive me. I am I am not I started reading Colleen again last night and I'm like, listen, you have to focus and get compassion done. Yes, you have to have compassion for yourself, not reading self-compassion. I I mean I can't criticize myself because I keep getting very into other books, but I'm on page 165. You have to resist the temptation to read on self-compassion. I have a little over a hundred pages. I will get this done and set up a time for us to discuss this. I hope you have read this and are, or are reading it to discuss it with me. Or you can just join us if you want to talk about compassion. It is not a requirement that you have read the book. Oh my goodness, finally, a real book club for women where you're not required to actually read the book, which is the point, but apparently you guys don't think that way. If I had a book club, there'd be like pages per day and we'd all finish at the same time. Not this, I'll read it in two months and catch up with you guys. 
I'm well. I don't usually take this long. No, you do not. I do You're not. not I usually, I usually can read a book in a week. The problem is. You allow um, yourself to read Colleen Hoover books while you're supposed to be reading that one. I've been drifting to entertainment books yes. that I've been reading too fast. Yes. And I will get back to this and get it done. You can do it. You're laughing at me, but if Seth was running the book club, he would have told us exactly what date we're discussing it, yep. exactly what how many pages he was going to read each night. Yep. He would have it all organized. Yep. Um, maybe I'll do that next time. <gasps> No spreadsheets. <laughs> no. Um, spreadsheets either make you feel um, relaxed and organized and content, or they make you feel anxious and crazy. And crazy. Okay, so we'll get we'll get away from the Whiny Fools of Book Club book and we'll talk about our topic. Yes. So my friend coined the term overthinking Olympics when we were talking the other day. And I thought it was such a good a good title, so I ran with it because um, I get the pleasure of talking to so many women, and most of us overthink things. I know it's not just me. It's not just limited to women. Um, I think it's more of a woman thing, but yes. Okay. I'm okay, I shouldn't say things like that. I shouldn't taken a survey. I should not gender discriminate. <laughs> Men can overthink too. Hello, Melissa. Hearts to Melissa. Um, I definitely men can overthink too. You're absolutely right. And my father, um, probably, probably is one of the people who taught me <laughs> my wonderful father, um, who hopefully has gotten better at overthinking like I have. So overthinking Olympics is not a sport that I want you to master. It is a sport that I want you to lose horribly at. I yes. want you to be a terrible overthinker. I don't want you to be good about it, good at it. And when I was thinking about my overthinking and my friends overthinking it tends to be stuff that has already happened or it tends to be stuff that i think is going to happen someday so you are either past focused or future focused and not present focused which we'll talk about being present focused so as i was overthinking my parenting mistakes i was thinking about how i was wasting my precious time and energy and I have learned through the years, I think my 40s has shown me that my time is precious and my energy is precious and I don't want to waste it on things like overthinking. I don't want to waste it on things that I don't want to do. I want to protect my time. I want to protect my energy and overthinking is not doing any of those things. Hi, Joette. So I'm going over my parenting mistakes and I'm criticizing myself and I cry and I vent and I and I overfocus, overthink, overdiscuss, right? All of those things. Amen. So <laughs> I realized that I was not giving myself room for mistakes. Wasn't allowing myself to make mistakes. Where did we get this thinking that we were going to go through our days making no mistakes? Who gave us that idea? I mean, my parents didn't say, you can't make any mistakes. Like, where did I get that from? That's an excellent question. Right? And I also started to notice that I don't have those expectations for other people. I don't expect Seth to never make a mistake. That's good. I don't expect... I make them all the time. Right? I don't expect... Like, you texted me yesterday and you're like, I'm annoyed. I made a few mistakes. Yes, I made two. So you didn't say... You didn't say, it's okay... 
I'm allowed to make mistakes. You texted me and said, I made mistakes. Like, yes, I was very frustrated with myself for making two mistakes related to something at work. Right, but think about if I had texted you and said, I made two mistakes. Yes, I would have tried to make you feel You better. would have said, honey, it's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. So, like, I give you room to make mistakes. I give other people room to make mistakes. But then I don't give myself room to make mistakes. So, how is that fair? It is not fair. Right? Aren't, aren't you hardest on yourself? Yes. So, moving forward and wanting to fix my overthinking, uh, rule number one, I deserve the same compassion and understanding that I'm giving to other people. Like, what the heck? For sure. I'm going to generalize those skills. If we have a skill in one area, so I have the skill to be compassionate for others, so I can bring that skill to myself because I deserve it too. Why do you think it's not as natural or harder to do it for yourself than it is for others? <sighs> I'm so much more critical of myself than I am of others. Why? I have higher standards for myself. I expect a lot of myself. And somewhere along the lines, I picked up that I'm supposed to be perfect. And how is that ever possible? Exactly. Um, it's not human. It's not human to... No, we are human beings. Right? It's not, we're not human perfect people, right? Human perfect people. <laughs> So I have learned because you need to allow yourself grace. Grace is my has been my word this month, Kristen. I realize that I don't give myself grace. I realize that. And I was like, you think you're making all these strides until you do something wrong. And then you realize that you still have a lot of work to do. And that's okay. We don't want... One of the things that I wrote about in my blog is... When we're working on something, the last thing we want to do is criticize ourselves when we're working on something that we're not doing a good enough job. That defeats the whole purpose. The compassion and understanding is also giving yourself room for mistakes and room to take your time to get there. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, you are close. I'm getting there. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. I definitely don't overthink like I used to, um, but I still overthink if I think that like, I've made a mistake or done something wrong or, um, yeah. Okay. So automatic thoughts, automatic thoughts are automatic negative thoughts are called ants, which is really appropriate. They scurry around. Right. Because you think, I think about the ants in my brain that I want to flush out. We want to get rid of the ants. We don't like ants, little ants running around our brain. Think about shooing them off. And I'm going to give you some examples that I looked up of, what people say to themselves. It's automatic negative thoughts about a situation. So something happens and then you think things like, I'll never be happy. I'm such a failure. No one understands. I never do anything right. I make so many mistakes. I'm ugly, blah, blah, blah. All these negative thoughts in response to the situation. So I was reading this article, how to stop automatic negative thoughts from hope, therapy, and wellness. And they said to replace ants with pets. I knew I needed to replace ants with positive thoughts. I have never heard it called pets before. What does pets stand for? Positive, empowering thoughts. 
So get rid of those little ants and get big pets. Right? So that's going to help me because I'm going to be like shoe ants. I'm going to bring in my pets. I like my pets better than I like, right? I love my warm and fuzzy pets. I don't love little ants scurrying around. No, I get phone calls when they're, when you discover ants scurrying <laughs> There's around. There's ants in the house again. So, um, okay. So I suck. I made a mistake. I'm so mad at myself. I can't believe I did that. Okay. That's all. I was say you said all of that recently. I've said all that recently. Replace with. So this is what I'm replacing it with. Mr. Green. Awesome. I allow myself room to make mistakes. It's okay. People make mistakes. You're learning from this. And I'm not beating myself up. My mother used to tell my father and I that she was going to give us a hammer so that we could hit ourselves over the head. Oh, that's very helpful. Okay, it was very helpful, and I want to tell you why. And my mother doesn't know. I hope my mom listens to this because it was so helpful because it's so freaking absurd. So what it does to my brain is my brain thinks, well, if it's so absurd to take a hammer and hit myself over the head, why do I think it's okay to beat myself up with my thoughts? So you never, she never actually gave you the hammer, you never actually hit yourself in the head. I wondered what that bump was. <laughs> no, but she used to say, should I give you a hammer? Do that's, you and your father line. do you and your father need a hammer? And I'm like, wow, that sounds really absurd, but I'm hammering myself. I am ham yeah. I'm hammering myself without the hammer. Yes. So I hear mothers overthinking. I hear your thoughts. I hear you when you share them. When you share them with me, I, I can't mentally read your mind. Don't worry. I don't. I don't have that talent. But like, I hear things like, "Are my kids going to be okay? Am I going to be okay?" Um, my my friend told me that she was worried about being here for her kids and her health. And her health is fine, but she was worrying about being here for the long haul for her kids. Um, yeah, she was getting, she had some ants getting, that she was getting carried away with. Yes. Are, are they involved? Are my kids involved in enough? Are they involved in too much? Am I a good mom? Are my kids happy? Are they safe at school? Like the overthinking thoughts just go and go and go say and that go. That can make you pretty anxious and crazy. <laughs> so, this is what I hear women saying though. So therapists have explained to me the biological root which has helped me so much and i don't know if you know you probably know from reading my blog did you know before reading my blog why don't you tell us what you're going to tell us and i'll tell you if i knew okay so the biological root to the anxiety the overthinking is our brain wants us to be safe and our it's from way back yes. when when we had to look out for start for predators Worried about starvation, worried about being, you know, attacked by whatever. whatever animal was outside. So our brain is trying to protect us. So that is where it stems from. So it was for a good reason. So that has helped me. And I talk to my brain. Um, I know that sounds really silly, but I told my friend today that I tell my brain to shut up. But in this instance, I would say, thank you, brain. I know you're trying to protect me, but I'm okay. And, um, I, you know, I don't need you to do that. Like, we don't need to do this. So understanding the root really helps me for some reason. Did you know that already? I did. I read, learned that in multiple places, including Alison Armstrong's Understanding Women, talking about the biological roots of where the 
uh, diffused awareness, the processing 75 things at one time. And I'm like, can't you just focus and just do one thing at a time? And you like walk up the stairs and come up with 23 things to do on the way up the stairs. And it is from that biological time period when the most important priority was survival. Now there's not a saber-toothed tiger down coming after you. And sometimes you are right. You do have to tell your brain, there's no, I'm not in mortal danger right now. <laughs> the brain is a wonderful servant. It's a horrible master. So our heart is racing like we're being chased, yes. but we need to settle ourselves and calm ourselves and say we're not being chased. I'm not about to die. Everything is okay. It's just the dishes in the laundry or whatever it is. They oh won't kill God. me. I can really spiral, can't I? I don't know. I wasn't talking about that particular instance. I don't know what you're talking about. You you haven't seen that happen a few times. Never this ever. week. <laughs> Well, you unfortunately did have some bigger topics than the dishes in the laundry. Oh, my gosh. So. And we're going to get to one of those. So, stopping worrying. I have seen people say that this is helpful to set a timer. And they let themselves overthink for five minutes. So, it's 921. I'm going to set the timer to 926. And when it's 926, I'm done. I and... You're not allowed, like you have to put a pin in it and put it aside and make an appointment. If you need to overthink tomorrow, give yourself five minutes tomorrow. That's a great idea. I forgot to do that the other day when I was upset with myself. I forgot to give myself a time limit and thus I wallowed longer yeah. than I should have. I totally forgot my goal to bounce back in under five minutes. So it's a good reminder. Five minutes is a little harsh, but... Like, I will wallow and I... I didn't schedule enough time in my day to <laughs> overthink and react. I, I, I guess I need to schedule a, an allotted time for Well, that. you certainly... I didn't have enough room in my schedule to do more than five minutes. Oh, my gosh. Well, five minutes of wallowing. I, I will, if I'm feeling really down, I will say, okay, like, let's allow yourself to feel this. Yes. But you're not going to want to sit here all day. So, you know, look at, look at the clock. Like, what do you want to do next? Because you're going to have to move on from this. Like, I, I do let myself stay there for a little while, but not the whole day because it's time to move on to other things. Kristen says, definitely don't overthink the laundry. Um, I laugh at myself because the other day I was like, okay, I have, I have over, overflowing this, overflowing that. I have a bunch of work I need to get done. And I said to Seth, you don't understand you go to work and you shut the door yep. and you don't get it. Like you can focus on work. And I was like, you know what? Screw all this housework. I'm going to sit at my computer and I'm going to get all the stuff done and all the other stuff can wait. I'm like, Seth gets to go to work and shut the door. I'm shutting the door on all this other yes, crap. You need to emotionally shut the door on the other stuff well, so that you can focus. And I know you think I am in la la land at work, but work <laughs> just because I can shut the door. Doesn't mean it stays shut. People open it. And there's also the fact that while you think your 27 things are the only 27 things, I might have 27 also stressors that are work-related that are affecting oh, me throughout the day. I totally understand. I don't think that you go to work and have a stress-free day. 
Um, I think that when you work at home, there's different challenges. For sure. And I have to put on blinders to all the house stuff. Yes. And say, listen, you have stuff you have to focus on on your computer. So sit your buns down. Right. Don't go to the sink. You can't don't be go distracted to, by the right? 17 things you say. Oh my God, that room's a mess. That's a disaster. I got to clean it. No, you got to get your work done. Yes. The room yes. can wait. Yes. The machines do all the work. Um, Yes, I, I definitely, you know what's really nice is I put all of the stuff in the washing machine, put the washing machine on, left, and when I came home, the magic fairy had put it into the dryer. Yes, I did switch the <laughs> So, okay, so we're overthinking. And I think to myself, what do I have control over? That helps me. So if you're overthinking your health, okay, um, but you're worried about something that hasn't happened yet that you're afraid could happen and you might be spiraling. You can focus on what steps you can take. Teamwork is the key. I know, Kelly, and my husband is wonderful. Now I need the children to step in and be part of the team, too. Oh, does that mean I can do less if we get the kids to do more? Well, like you could have said, like an example is we could have said, come here, Ella or Lily or whoever's downstairs. Let me show you how to turn the dryer on so that... You should start making things right? a teachable moment. Or I'm like, Lily, can you get the dog water? Ugh. I'm like, get the dog water. I don't she, need to do everything. She did do it under duress, <laughs> but she did do it. So, okay. So control of. So, for instance, I can um, make a healthy choice with my meal. I can go take a long walk outside. I can do things for my health to make me feel I can drink a ton of water instead of pop or coffee. Or you did get yourself a giant vat to hold your water in. I was very. My water has increased. It, it would help if you're drinking something that's this full. Does it fit? Have you tried it in the car? Does it actually fit? Yes. That's awesome. Okay. So, okay. So socialization. I worry. Are my children socializing enough? Um, my friend was just telling me tonight that it's. I felt so understood. And she's not on here, or I would thank her. But we were talking about how it's such different times right now. And she's having the same issues with her kids if they want to connect on FaceTime and the computer. So I felt like such relief that You're like I know I'm not alone. And I'm like, oh my God, are they socializing enough? And I go in Max's room and I know he's talking to people, but can you go see someone? Can you go see someone? And I'm like, okay. In person. If you're overthinking socialization, then you have control over helping them make plans. So like take steps in the direction that will make you feel better. Don't just sit and wallow and overthink it. Take like five minutes. Like what do you have control over that you can change to make yourself feel better so that you don't have to keep overthinking and getting upset about it? Yes. Right? Because right. we don't have control over everything, but there is stuff that we can do. And I find that if I sit down with Seth and say like, this is my issue, like if we actually work on it, then I feel better. And he has also found that, okay, so talking to a friend is wonderful. It helped me so much the other day. I realized I had pent up so many feelings and mm -hmm. I just kind of let them all like flow out. And I was like, oh, I feel so much better. But what Seth has learned is that sometimes it doesn't take once. Sometimes he needs to be patient and listen to me more than once yes, about the same topic. Yes, that might be the same story multiple times. Well, because like he You're said... You're not done feeling about it. Well, and I didn't take this the wrong way, but what Seth said to me the other day is, oh, we're back here. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. thank you, Kristen. Kristen let me vent a lot out. She's on here. 
Um, and she called and said, you had a bad week. You're all emotional. What is going on? Like, give it to me. And I was like, oh my God, she's so sweet. I'll give it to you. Listen, because I know you're going to help me. <laughs> so, um, okay, Seth. So Seth said to me the other day, oh, we're back here again. Yes, on the same topic. So I didn't get upset with him. Thank I was you. like, I didn't think that was rude. It actually helped me. Like you have realized that I may need to talk about it again. So you were just kind of saying, oh, yes. we're, like we're back. I wasn't right? Him. You were like, oh, we're back here again. Like she wants to talk about it again because yes. she's realized that sometimes I need to talk about it again. Yes. So he has gotten more patient with me. I realized that I can't talk about it over and over and over, he's going to want a solution. I will ultimately want to get to solving the problem, but I have learned the first time you use, most, a lot of the time you don't want a solution. You just want to be heard. And I will, I've started, I've learned to ask you, are you just venting? Are you venting or do you want to solve the problem? Okay. I know to just listen and shut up. Right, but sometimes I do need solutions. You, that is Sometimes true. I do need help and solutions. Yes. I also find... Tell me if you agree with me. I find that I overthink less, I worry less, I get less anxious when I focus on taking care of myself. Like, am I sleeping well? Am I drinking enough water? Am I eating meals? Have you gone through your day and said, oh, did I feed myself? Did I eat something healthy today? Like, <laughs> yes, Nicole, nice job, Seth, Thank I you. agree. So I will go through my day and I find if I make myself a healthy meal and take that time and I drink the water and I exercise and I sleep well, if I actually do the stuff, then I feel so much less anxious and I think so much less in my head. It's like we get in our head and you told me it's walking meditation, but like, I can't believe how walking, I'm not talking to anyone. Sometimes I'm talking to my dog, but walking gets it out without saying anything. Um, I had someone hit my car and take off in a parking lot. Um, I didn't see the thing happen at all, but um, the cop called me back while I was walking and and I was like huffing and puffing and I'm like, don't mind me. I'm just walking out my feelings right now. That is a great <laughs> line and I love that you did that because is that because walking out your feelings is so much better than eating them. Oh, or drinking them. 100%. 100%. Much I, more positive. I stomp them out a lot. I did not know that. You didn't Where know? Where are you stomping? Outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, stomping it outside walking. Well, okay, like like stomp? No, no. I'm just okay. using the term. Okay, I thought you meant literally like you go slam the floor <laughs> to get your feelings out. No, but I have done that. <laughs> All right, I'm learning a lot about my wife tonight. You are you telling me you've never seen me stomp the floor? Maybe once, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> so, plan for the worst case scenario. You're all worried, you're all anxious, you're all in your head and you're overthinking it. What is the worst case scenario? If we plan for it and we have some sort of plan for it, then we feel better. Seth made me go do our will. And that was a long time ago. We need to go update that stuff. Oh, I know, but you I'm saying you made me do yes, it. Yes, yes, sorry. I'm not saying the time period. Right. But you made me go. I didn't want to go. Nope. You dragged me. I did. And planning for the worst case scenario. Yes. It made well, I mean I didn't want to do it, but it made me feel better. 
yes. when it was done. Yes. So what is your absolute worst case scenario in your head and plan for it? And then you can feel better because you have something in place in case it, in case. God forbid. God forbid. Whatever it is. In case those dishes don't get done, we got paper plates. That's my plan for the worst case dish scenario. Well, and if you think about that, though, that's really helpful because, um, like, I heard some serious things tonight from a friend. That wakes me up a lot. A friend will tell me some serious stuff, and I'm like, I got nothing. I'm going to knock. It's always better to I'm not gonna, have nothing. I'm going to knock on some wood. I'm like, I got nothing. I, I think things can really put it into perspective sometimes. Yes. But, um, you know, if I'm worried and overthinking the housework, like, what is the worst case scenario? Like, my house is a mess. That's not such a bad worst case scenario. The world went on end. But I, I do, sometimes I overthink. I think I've gotten better over the years. For sure. I think Seth would agree with me. I would. I think that we always have work to do. Yes. I thought I made a lot more progress than I did when when I made a mistake and started overthinking it. Step back. And I was like, is it set up for the next awesome thing? Well, so it's it's a little setback that I work on and then I do even better the next time. There you go. That's how I look at it. And um it's kind of like you keep reading, I keep reading over and over again that it's not a mistake because we're learning from it. Right. And I'm realizing that I'm not learning. I mean, I really should be learning from my successes, but I'm learning so much more from the stuff that I'm not doing well than from the stuff I am doing well. Yeah, that is normal. That is normal. I mean, we probably should be evaluating the stuff we are doing well right? to learn Success from. Right, success leaves clues. You should study it. Well, I want to be able to repeat it again. That, so I exactly. probably should know how I got the success. That would be awesome. Well, I mean, I hope, you know, so we want, ultimately, we want the ants and the negative, the negativity to go away. Yep. We want to bring in the pets and the positive, empowering thoughts. Yes. So I want you to take your time and give yourself grace with it. And I don't want you to beat yourself up if you're not doing a good job with it. Just keep trying and let us know how it's going. Let us know if you're making progress. Let us know if any of this was helpful. Yep. Um, you know, ultimately, I want us and all of you to have happy, easier days. Yes. So overthinking won't get us that. But being able to, you know, plan and prepare and settle our brains and allow us room for mistakes, that will make us happier. Yes. And if you'd like a crash course in improving both your parenting and your relationships, come to the Whiny Palooza Parenting and Marriage Summit next Thursday and Friday. It is free. This lady and 10 other amazing speakers will be experts will be sharing their best parenting and marriage tips, tricks, and strategies. Check out her posts. Register. You will be very, very glad you did. Um, so how do they register? Whinypaloozabook.com slash summit. And you just click on the button and fill in your information and we will get you all the details you need to show up live and get some awesome training from some amazing experts. Thank you, Joette. Thank you for joining us. Um, I'm so glad you were here. I hope you have a good night. Thank you everyone for joining us. This Friday, I actually wrote it down. Allison Cooper, Level Up Performance Mindset Coaching for Young Athletes. Allison Cooper. 
coaches young athletes on their mindset. How amazing is that for all of us with our young athletes? I loved her. And our own mindsets. Loved talking to her. You're going to love the podcast. Um, I hope you liked the overthinking topic. Um, I don't think Jamie is here, but it's her birthday, so happy birthday, Jamie. I could have done a Jamie topic tonight, right? We should have brought we should have brought Jamie on to talk tonight. Special yes. guest. We could do special guests. We could do guest stars. Oh, and Ella, come on down. I finished editing book number two. Why hours and hours and hours of my life. I am so proud of you. So this is coming. You will be able to, hopefully, uh, we are rushing the finishing publishing printing process so that you can get your the first copy on the Whiny Palooza Summit. Oh my goodness. Happy birthday. Kristen says, happy birthday, Jamie. And Ella says, thank you for watching Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green family. Oh, thank you, Kelly. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>